Welcome to the Justin Louis Podcast. We're going to be talking all things mental health, addiction recovery, through to human optimization, and taking a deep dive into spirituality. Sit tight, listen in, and here we go. The vision I have with starting this podcast is simple. It's just about sharing my journey and sharing the, the life lessons I guess I've learnt and the wisdom that's been a part of that, the tools and practices that I have have learned and implemented in my life that has helped me recover from extreme drug addiction or basically every addiction, drugs, alcohol, uh, sex, gambling, pills. I mean, it was anything that could alter my state of reality that I was experiencing at the time. And as the longer it went, obviously the more the pain and suffering that was involved, the more I tried to alter my state and the harder the drugs got and the more they got. And drugs and alcohol and violence were in my age, in my life from a very young age. Uh, I grew up in an environment that there was lots of it happening and around and I grew up witnessing my father uh, be extremely violent towards my mother as a six-year-old. They had an altercation, an argument, and Dad threw us kids in the car. And um, there was obviously alcohol and and whatnot involved. And Mum had tried to jump in, and he took off um, in the car and was dragging her alongside the car. Uh, I mean, that, that that image is still strongly imprinted in my mind. Uh, I guess I didn't realise the power that that sort of stuff had till I started to learn about this and in his last sort of four years and through my recovery. Uh, he, he obviously was struggling with his own stuff, um, which made him act that way, and I don't hold any um, anger or, or bad feelings. I realised that he was just fulfilling his role, um, and ultimately there's a lot of gratitude that I have because of all this stuff that I've been through because it's it's taught me it showed me both sides of the coin and therefore then I can know I can know the bad so I can know the good um, which is a gift I guess drugs started quite young uh, I would have been around eight eight or nine as a little boy uh, witnessing my father take speed in the truck while we were on a trip together and I had no idea what I was doing but I, I seen what my father does and as a little kid you or what, yeah, dad's doing that, so uh, there must be something I should do because, I mean, we all could know when we're, when we're little kids, our parents and the people around us are, are extreme role models, whether they, they're they um, teaching us <laughs> for the better or for the worse. I mean, they're still teaching us. Um, so when he wasn't looking, I'd get the bag out and I'd stick my finger in the bag and uh, then... <clears throat> Obviously, marijuana, for me personally, began also quite young. As a 10 or 11-year-old, I would uh, smoke marijuana quite often with my friends uh, around the area that I was living in. School was never a strong point. I had uh, extreme learning difficulties, um, really struggled reading and writing, and I didn't fit in with the structure uh, that the school was trying to implement. Uh, I was definitely outside the box, and I used to hate feeling inadequate and 
used to hate that feeling of feeling stupid because uh, I couldn't fulfill the task that they were asking me uh, and I hated that feeling so I'd do whatever I could to try to avoid that uh, so I'd learnt quite early that schools don't condone violence and since violence was something that was a baseline normal for me that I knew by acting violently at school would get me suspended and and expelled I guess after you've been suspended so I'd sort of created that program in if it was a kid that I didn't sort of like or there was a bully I couldn't stand bullies um, and couldn't stand school so I thought well if I bashed him up then uh, the school will suspend me or expel me and I can go home and hang out with my friends and and uh, smoke marijuana and, and go on stealing sprees and all that sort of what I thought at the time to be extremely fun and I've become quite good at it so I used to like doing things that I was good at and I wasn't good at school. That obviously graduated into more drug use and obviously getting into more trouble with the police and leading me down a path that was sort of only destined in a way for jail or for juvenile first, juvenile detention centre then into jail as a lot of my older friends uh, were already experiencing that reality. I guess after seven schools later and no no school within my area would uh, would accept me by the age of 14, uh, there was sort of one and only one option and that was to, to start work beginning the workforce. Luckily, a uh, stepfather at the time would um, would employ me, give me a job, get me to work, um, which was which was good. It was what I needed. Got me out of hanging around with the, my criminal buddies, and got me into working full time and and working hard and earning money, which was uh, as a 14 year old boy was was exciting for me. Uh, not to mention you, know, you work hard and then the boys are off to the pub getting served beers at 14 you know it made you feel, feel like you're a man even though I was far from that <laughs> however I feel like it was the best thing for me at the time but it was kind of a, a double-edged sword because it taught me I guess it ingrained in me that culture of you know work hard and then we can have a beer, then we can drink hard, and then we can drink and and the drugs come. So that sort of lifestyle, obviously as I earned more and more money, I could facilitate um, that lifestyle. Then it kind of went on a, a seven year cycle of, for between the ages of sort of 14 to 21, I um, was fortunate enough to work for some really good concreters that uh, would, would teach me and, and and shaped me into being pretty good at it myself. Um, used to love the hard work and used to love the hot sun and the shirt off and, and getting the tan and ripping in with the, with the boys. Um, unfortunately, that is that kind of lifestyle is very depleting of the body. Obviously, growing up in, in Brisbane, uh, Australia, where the summers get quite hot and you're working long stints in the hot sun with very little water and getting baked and then uh, after work consuming alcohol that should which would roll into consuming drugs on a weekend um, which was kind of the lifestyle that would would go on 
by the age of 21, I had acquired my uh, BSA license, uh, concreters license, which en enabled me to, to start the business and to start working for builders and, and working for myself, which was extremely exciting. Um, I was very hard working and, and extremely uh, enthusiastic to, to begin this endeavor. However, through the ages of 21 to 30, that nine-year period of, of starting and, and building um, my concrete company, I got to experience, I guess, both sides of the coin. I got to experience you know, a lot of success, a lot of uh, material wealth and material possessions, um, a lot of hard work. However, with the with the the money that it gave me, it only fueled what I'd already had programmed in to be a very toxic, unsustainable lifestyle. That would be rich with drugs and alcohol and substance abuse and violence. The first couple of years uh, were were quite easy. I mean, it just happened. The work just sort of piled in and it grew very quickly and I maintained some sort of balance between um, you know, being okay mentally and and keeping the balance of, I guess, work life. And then as the company grew more and the stress grew more and because of my inability to manage stress or the tools that I basically didn't have to manage stress, the tools that I had to manage stress was just to to either uh, act violently or you know get on the get on the drugs, alcohol, or go to the casino or, or whatever it was was to try to alter my state, which would only just sort of pave the way through to this destruction, is which is what I uh, experienced uh, when I was thirty um, years of steroid abuse, drug abuse, well, slash substance abuse, with my psychological state being affected through those drugs, the beliefs and the perceptions I had about the reality, my reality, uh, and then the sadness and the misery that would be a result of that, which is what I was feeling, would have me marinating in intense suffering um, sick of sick of feeling this way but not knowing how I can fix it or there was stages there where I'd pull my pull it together and 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 kick kick the drugs and be on this path and I'm like yeah okay yeah, I've got this for maybe a month or two months I think three months was my longest and then something would come up, a stressful thing would tilt me and then I'd just be straight back into the cycle again. Obviously, knowing inside how incredibly weak that I was um, because of these things is, is extremely deflating to the psyche. You just think you... Uh, you just think of yourself as a sucker, which is an extremely low vibration. Uh, you think of yourself as just a big fuck up you've made all these mistakes and you've and you know wasted all this money or hurt these people or or whatever it may be and there's 
it's not a very very good feeling and it's not a a feeling that's ever going to help us to to uncreate what we have created and then to go on recreate what it is we wish to create i guess learning about this whole you know the programs that we store in our in our subconscious through the ages of being you know in the fetus basically through to the like you know you're age six where you're primarily living in a theta brainwave state which is like a uh, hypnosis state where your environment that you're in is just downloading into your subconscious what what it is that everyone else is doing and so you're recording these programs and then if these are the adults and these are the people that's in your environment this is what they do as a little kid we think well this is how they're surviving this is how we need to survive um, and it's not trying to blame those people for that because it's about understanding and, and accepting that they're doing the same thing. The programs that they're running in their adult years have been the ones that they've inherited from their childhood years. Um, so it's not about trying to blame these people for, for growing up in that environment. We chose that environment. We come into this earthly plane to have this existence and we choose our parents we choose when we come in, we choose our mission. Uh, I guess by learning and understanding that is is giving me extreme strength and gratitude for that because you can let go of all those low vibrational thoughts about, you know, this is poor me or play the victim. And I mean, I played the victim uh, a lot of my life because I was unaware. And by learning about how it works on uh, your biological level you know how, how that you've through these programs and that we've created neurological pathways in our brain that make us think and act in particular ways because that's how we've always done it give me understanding with addiction it's like where when you're heavily addicted and for those of you that may be struggling with addiction i, I know that you'll understand and then for those of you that don't well you, you'll get a bit of an insight it's almost like there's an external force running this addiction because you're trying you, you when you become at the stage i was at the end where I was, I was so dysfunctional and heavily addicted but at the same time i was suffering immense pain and and suffer um and suffering through this lifestyle and i didn't want this life anymore i wanted another life but i was so lost but that kept choosing the same things over and over even though my conscious brain was like fuck man you got to stop this you got to do this you got to do that it's like on your subconscious level you've created these reactions that your body is as is is used to and that's in your subconscious and your subconscious is controls 90 percent of your bodily functions it's so much more powerful it's i think they've said it's a million times more powerful than your conscious mind so if your conscious mind is thinking no 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 but over 5 10 15 years you've programmed in your subconscious yes 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 then you need more than just your conscious knowing you need to you know you need to start to reprogram and to start to understand about what is actually running you so then you can address the core issue and start to reprogram and have acceptance and it's not about that you're just a fuck up you made all these mistakes it's about hey i was i don't believe where i'm at now i do not believe in mistakes i this universe that we live in is so complex it's so magical there's nothing that happens by mistake there's lots of things we don't understand 
but I don't believe their mistakes. I believe a lot of stuff comes back through our own contract that we that we come here to fulfil, um, and with that comes obstacles. It comes trials and tribulations. It comes a lot a lot of pain because I mean pain is a great teacher. Um, what I've learned is that pain is a natural phenomena, but suffering is not. I think we can't we can choose to suffer or not, but we can't always choose not to feel pain. I mean, there's always going to be, and that's life. I mean, that's why we have this emo this this emotional body is to feel these emotions because if you can't feel pain, then how can you ever feel the heights of joy and bliss and love and like? It's, it just can't. You, it's the polarities. You, without night, there can't be day. Without day, there can't be night. Um, and that's why I feel so passionate about sharing uh, this stuff with those of you who are listening or those of you who have have lost their way, like I had. Because um, I feel you. Like, it's, <laughs> man, it hurts. And it sucks. And I know that families and friends may come with good intentions but I mean a lot of the time those good intentions uh, don't really help those that are really suffering um, you know especially when it comes to substance abuse it's like when you've when you've programmed your body to and your mind to act in that certain way then when you really want to kick it it takes more than just saying no it takes more than just you know positive affirmations you need to have a, a full understanding of what it's doing to you biologically um, you need to have a full understanding about how that's created through the environments that you grew up in and have an awareness about that so then like I said before it's not about then going back and saying oh you know my uh, fucking dad did this or my mum was this and or this and that it's like, no they have an understanding now that you have an understanding of that how you acted and the life that you created was running on a program. Then you can have compassion and understanding. They were doing the same thing. And, the, and we chose to come here. We chose them as our parents. We chose them as our family. Um, even relationships. We are the creators. And we created all that. Whether we know that on the conscious level. But it's, uh, it's, and it's not my philosophy. I mean there's all the ancient um, traditions. Believe all very similar. Um, so I feel... That was a very pivotal part of in this recovery that I've been on, and, and has helped me to find that love and compassion and understanding, because I did harbour so much hate and resentment, and um, and regret, and a lot of these toxic low vibration emotions that were only just putting fuel to the fire. They were causing us to feel emotionally challenged and unstable and then for that resulting in you know destructive habits to try to alter our state so at the height of my i guess at the height of my drug taking and substance abuse and also at the lowest point in my life where i, fa I found myself harboring all these extremely toxic emotions uh, I would sit there and, and, and plot the death of of a list of people and then resulting in the death of myself. And at, at the meanwhile, while doing this, like hating myself for it, knowing that, you know, man, this is fucked up to be, this is dark, dark, 
shit and like what what are you doing but when you're in that when you're there it's just like there's no other you feel there's no other way out it's just it become too consumed i didn't i couldn't see an exit um there was no light at the end of the tunnel for me uh, however through divine intervention or, or whatever i mean i was thrown i guess i was trying a lifeline um to to go and get some help um I checked into a recovery program uh, on the Sunshine Coast, which was uh, very much Eastern philosophy based, which I started to really learn and understand chi energy. Um, I understand, you know, what drugs and, and obviously why we do them initially. And and let's be honest, in the early days, they can they alter our state of consciousness, and we can experience amazing stuff i mean the feeling of connection and love and and joy and these are the things that sort of get us hooked initially because we have all these amazing experiences well a lot of us do on them but obviously they're very depleting to the body they're robbing our chi they're robbing robbing our vitality which when you start to combine that over years and with other substance abuse and obviously with the work I was in in itself and how I used to work uh, is extremely depleting to the body so then you mix them two on together it's like burning the candle at both ends you're smashing yourself physically but then you're also smashing yourself through substance your body can just it just can't take it and that was a stage for me at 30 um, I'd be urinating blood I'd cough, be coughing up blood um, my body was shutting down. I was extreme fatigued. Then, yeah, this this recovery was was definitely a lifesaver for me, and the tools that it gave me. Um, they brought me in, started to introduce like an organic, whole food diet, with the range of supplements and and superfoods. Uh, and then through acupuncture, acupuncture is quite critical in in the sense that when we're very stagnant with our energy, we have meridians. Um, 12 meridians that run throughout our body that feed our 12 different organs and then that's when we're on a drug high it's not necessarily the drug it's, it's the chi that's running through our body that makes us feel incredible invincible at times I mean you know never puff of the puff on an ice pipe and you've got this incredible energy and you're running around like a madman you, you're focused you're like this if you I mean that's just the the copious amounts of chi that are flown through the kidneys that are that are giving you this, uh, so then I started really learn that through chi practices that we can we can experience these altered states. We can we don't have to experience this mundane reality uh, and not try to escape. We can really start to live a life that is in balance and harmony to stimulating the chi within the body that makes us feel like. A drug state. We we feel altered states, and that's kind of like what we're chasing when we, uh, when we when we're using the drugs. Um, through practices, such as I mean, getting the body clock in a line with Chinese medicine chi cycle, um, getting into some movement. Obviously, hydrating the body, which is extremely important first thing in the morning. Um, then follow that up with sort of yoga practice. Uh, that sort of like I learnt that morning routine which was 
which was a pivotal thing in, in helping me create uh, a new life, the life that I dreamt of, um, that would find me help, health and happiness. Uh, it was kind of like that, you, just, you win the morning, you win the day. And we just got to take it day to, one day at a time. So we get up in the morning, we have a structure, we have a routine, we get at it, we know if I just win this first two hours, then that's going to set me up to win the day. And then we can do that back to back. We we start stringing them together. We win in the weeks, we win in the months. All of a sudden, we win at life. Uh, very simple. Uh, takes discipline, and but I was in a state where I had suffered enough. Oh, I didn't want to suffer anymore. Uh, I wanted to do whatever it took to to change, to recreate, and now it's sort of at a time where I wanted to give back and that's the, the basis of this podcast is about sharing that sharing um, with you guys this is just the start I mean I want to make um, more links to information and content make it available for those of you uh, who will find it interesting and that can help and um, and yeah I mean it's just about spreading the love I mean health Health and wellness and abundance is our birthright. Um, and it doesn't really matter where you are. We can always, with the, with, with the tools and the techniques, I mean, this stuff works. I had, um, had successfully destroyed my body, my mind, my life. Now with these tools and practices that I have learned and will be sharing I've now successfully created the life that I've dreamt of and that life is full of gratitude, love, happiness and joy and I'm so clear on there's been my purpose here in this in this realm and to come in through all the obstacles and through the you know all the conditioning I guess <laughs> all the people that have taught me whether uh, uh, they, 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 there's an old saying it's like your greatest teachers are not necessarily the ones that you have the greatest relationships with <laughs> your greatest teachers are the ones that, that test you that push you that um, ultimately teach you the greatest lessons because that that pain that these people can put us through is a gift it's just our mindset on how we perceive that if we perceive it as as a gift and it's like well this is showing me where I can be better this is showing me how I can be better then we have to thank that person and we have to thank that gift that they brought um, we obviously don't have to go up and shake their hand and give them a hug we can thank them from afar we can just sit with us the only person that matters that you're thankful is yourself. You don't have to go out and put it on Instagram or social media, you just have to sit with yourself wholeheartedly and think of that person, think of that situation, think of the growth that has come of it and, and then send them love and light and be grateful for that. That is truly an amazing gift because that can really start to undo the shackles of these low energy vibrations that we feel this this hatred or this 
sorrow or or um, blame or resent uh, resentment like this that shit's not going to serve us it took me well it took me 30 years maybe 31 years to to realize that to get to that place um, but I wouldn't change it for quids now it's just all about for me is, is spreading the love and the light and sharing the story sharing the uh, the wisdom that I've learnt and the wisdom that I'll continue to learn sharing these the people and the practices that I have acquired um, through you know, Eastern philosophy and Eastern traditions um, that have successfully saved me from <laughs> from doom so this was kind of like this episode was just all about getting that out there and as I upload more content we'll be diving deeper into the story um, guys that can tune in and sort of have a look at you know the morning routine and the daily practices that, I'd, that I've sort of learnt and that I implement as long as with um, all this other new cool stuff that all the science now is getting behind. I mean, there's amazing stuff by the Heart Math Institution, which I want to share with you guys. Uh, an amazing meditation. Um, now, Dispenser, Dr. Joe Dispenser, he, he teaches some incredible stuff about the neuroscience behind the people that we, we've become and, and why we've become that and how, like on, on the biological level, which is extremely important I believe to have that awareness and have that understanding of it I guess the for me it's it's come full circle I have in I guess been to the depths of the dark hole and then and marinated in that for a period of time and then now gradually step by step I'll be man I managed to pull myself out of it and beyond so I guess it's still about sharing that to those of you who are who are struggling I mean I know this COVID-19 is testing a, a lot of people I guess it's also working in a lot of people's favor too or sort of like a depending on where you're at uh, i feel that there's two things that guide us we can be guided through inspiration or desperation uh, for me uh, i was through desperation thanks for for those of you who've tuned in um, this is just episode one i have there's going to be many more to come and i my focus is on on being able to share content and information that you guys may find valuable and that can help uh, you in your in your day to day life, whether it be coming coming back from you know, extreme addiction or whether it just be struggling with the head noise. Um, I mean, these practices and tools will help no matter where you're at on your journey. Uh, no matter what it is you're struggling with, uh, I feel you, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have to be 
forever. I feel like that's the important part. Is kind of like knowing that whatever it is you've been through or going through, um, it's it's all a part of this journey. Nothing is by mistake. Um, astrology, I mean, backs that up. Ancient Vedic astrology. We have a we have a contract here. We come into this this realm and this existence to fulfill our contract and all that colorful stuff is is in on it i mean that was a that was an uplifting time when i realized that because it let go of all the 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 victimhood of like you know why me or you know, what does this keep happening or you know I, I, i'm a fucking idiot why do i always keep making these same mistakes and we can let go of all that we can now have an understanding and then we can have the tools that we need that are going to help us to go on and live live the life that you deserve that life is is full of love and happiness and joy and sometimes well not sometimes i mean some people have to experience more pain than others but i feel pain is is a, a guiding point to happiness because otherwise how do you have a baseline on how happy you are if you don't know how much things can hurt so i hope this helps um definitely stay tuned there's going to be lots more stuff i'm going to be interviewing uh, some amazing people that i've connected with and that have also some awesome content to share that have helped me and that I believe can help you too so stay tuned uh, sending you guys love and light thank you for listening to the Justin Louis podcast I hope you've enjoyed this episode and please subscribe and like and leave some comments um, and feel free to share this to anyone you feel may benefit from the information was provided here sending you love and light and wishing you the health and happiness that you deserve bye for now